In today's episode of Growing Through It, we hear a young man share his experience with addiction. With the support of people around him, he continues to step forward on the straight path of sobriety. He strives to live a good life and someday hopes to live in a nice house with a big old garden. Growing Through It shares stories from young people who all have the common experience of being a part of Roots to Harvest, a human-centered, food-focused, not-for-profit in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Please be aware, this episode discusses addiction, which may be heavy for some listeners. We urge you to take breaks when necessary, or if you're in a rough headspace, save this episode for a better day. If needed, look to the show notes to find resources in Canada. Why don't we start with introducing yourself? My name is Logan Matthews, 22 years old. What was your first impression of Roots to Harvest and the people in it? I think they were just down-to-earth people, very genuine, supportive. It says you got introduced while you were in high school doing credits. Which credits were those? There was um, an English credit that they gave me for working in the summer. How did you go about getting those credits? What kind of work did you do in the summer? Um, I was in the AYP program at Volunteer Pool, making garden beds, weeding like crazy. What does AYP stand for? All-year program. Is that for high school students? Yeah, it is. So before Roots, where did you see your life going? No, I didn't really see it going anywhere. Yeah, they, they flipped my life around a little bit. How about after Roots? Where did you see it going? I don't know. The sky's the limit, right? <laughs> <laughs> what led you to working at Roots Harvest? Initially, it was the credits that I needed, but then afterwards, I kind of just stuck with them for like three to four years because I liked the work. It was nice to learn about that stuff. Did you make any lasting connections? Oh, yeah, a bunch. I made a lot of friends and met a lot of good people. So you met Roots to Harvest and started working for them while you were in high school. It says now you're in college. What program are you in? How did you get there? Yeah, that's actually a funny story because... With Roots to Harvest, it's all gardening and agriculture stuff. But then I went into welding at the college. And it's like the opposite, like industrial building. I don't know how it got there. I was trying to take carpentry. But the welding program was just offered to me by the college, so I accepted it. So did the college reach out to you? Yeah, they reached out to me. How did that make you feel? I feel a little bit special. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so like were you doing some work around welders or? No, I was... um, I actually took a pre-technology trades program last year. It was offered to me after that. Very cool. So what are you doing now? Um, I'm just finishing up this year and hopefully start work this summer. Have you also been working while you're in school? Off and on, yeah. Doing side jobs? Do you mind if we ask what kind of side jobs? Like roofing or a patio or something. All sorts of things. So would you call yourself a tradesman? That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, that's what I'm going for. I'm trying to be a handyman. Sounds like you're on the right track there. Having people reach out to you is a pretty great success. Would you say you have supportive people around you? Yeah, I have a great support system. It says you had uh, you know, legal issues and personal issues. Did they support you through that too? Yeah, including Reach the Harvest. In what ways did they support you? Push me to go to counseling, school, not drink alcohol, stuff like that. Straight path, yeah. When do you think you kind of overcame your addiction? I'd say just two years ago, about a year and a half ago. Still going strong? Yeah, yeah. But it's a lifelong journey, right? Addiction yeah. sobriety is a... What are other ways you've been dealing with it? Your addictions, I mean. Um, I've been just keeping busy, like work, school, working out, trying to keep a positive mind. 
Staying proactive. Yeah, exactly. Proactive. That's the word. What were your old coping mechanisms when you're on the bumpy road? And how did you transfer all of that into more proactive ways of easing stress? Yeah, I think it would just be a lot of mental health things. Like if you heard of a cognitive behavioral therapy, it's a CBT. I like, I've done that for three years now. And it's been very good and helping me like be mindful is what the word they use. But Can you share a bit more about cognitive behavioral therapy and how it's helped you? Usually like a trigger is what happens when you're addicted, right? So like if you feel a trigger, you want to drink or something, but cognitive behavioral therapy makes you aware of your thoughts and not control them, but let it, let it go. You know what I mean? Like just take a deep breath in and live in the moment rather than the hypothetical scenario that's going on in your head. Where could one go and see cognitive behavioral therapy? I did mine at Sister Margaret Smith Center. And I just made my self-referral and got a counselor there. And there's groups too. So like you don't need to do one-on-one counseling. You can go with a group or whatever. It's everywhere, actually. You just got to look for it. How did you find out about self-referrals? My mom told me to take initiative and do it for myself. So your mom helped you find out about other programs that you can try? Yeah, I would say so. But I think me trying other programs led to them introducing other programs along the way. Like my counselor would be like, maybe you're interested in this. And then they would refer me or something like that. Sounds like a lot of support that you have. Have they all helped? Like helped your mental health? Uh, no, sometimes it's a burden, you know. People like expect a lot from me. And then it's just like it feels like there's a lot of pressure. But normally, yeah, it's a great system. So you feel sometimes like having support me add more expectations? Yeah, exactly. How did you deal with it? I don't think I have dealt with it properly yet. Still trying to figure that out. It's all a process, it sounds like. Yeah, playing it by ear. Well, aside from, uh, you know, counseling and Bruce DeHarvest and like working and everything, is there anything else you'd like to accomplish? That I'd like to accomplish? Yeah, like small things like getting a hobby or getting a license or something for driving. Yeah, I actually do want to get a my G2 pretty soon, get a vehicle and be looking to an apartment. Um, there's quite a bit of small goals. Those are the two main ones that I'm looking forward to. Where are you from? I'm from Sandy Lake, Ontario. Okay. You call that place home? It is. Yeah, it's my home. Do you go there often? I haven't been there in like three years. Do you miss it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I miss just being in the bush, you know, and like no, no noise, no traffic, nothing. Do you see yourself going back there anytime soon? No, no. Why is that? I don't know. It's it's expensive to go there, to be honest. But I just think nothing changes over there. What kind of work do you want to do? It sounds like you can do so many different tasks. Is there one ultimate one? Yeah, I think that's welding. My goal, professional welder, fabricate things and fix them, make buildings. Where do you think you see yourself in like 10 years? I'm not sure. I don't really think that far, but... I would say in Thunder Bay with a nice house and a big old garden. So what are things that you like to do these days during COVID-19 that would fill your bucket? Go to school, work. I like to garden, but we haven't really started that yet. So it was more or less just working out and running, trying to keep busy. What kind of things do you do in the winter? Play hockey. That's that's a sport. Sports. I do a lot of sports. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming. I think our last question is just, how the Rooster Harvest experience was overall? Overall, it was a good experience, a lot of learning opportunities, and I suggest anybody that's behind in high school to try it out. Awesome. Thank you for coming in and talking to us. Yeah, thank you for having me. 
Growing Through It is a project of Roots to Harvest and part of the Great Big Stories project through Frame, a global network of youth mental health resources. In today's episode, you heard Lack Williams and Shana Twans interviewing a past participant of Roots to Harvest. Roots to Harvest lives, works, and plays on the traditional territories of the Fort William First Nation people, signatories to the Robinson Superior Treaty of 1850. We strive to not only learn from and with, but also reconcile our relationship with Anishinaabeg people in this area who have cared for and stewarded this land for centuries. Each episode was recorded at Roots to Harvest in Thunder Bay with sound engineering by the folks at Podigy. Growing Through It is thankful for the mentorship and guidance from J.L. Chung and John Thompson, as well as Cornelius Beaver, a supporting member of the interview team. We also want to thank the brave folks who showed up to share their stories and let a larger community learn from and connect to their experiences.